BFF.FM. All this obscure music is making my head spin. Best frequencies forever, 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 forever. This is Helen Zaltzman, and you're listening to BFF.FM.
What's up? You're listening to BFF.FM. This is Send For You. My name is Sachi. It is 6.05 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're streaming live from the Ferry Building. It is a beautiful night. It's a little weird coming here with no sunlight um, because of daylight savings. Big thumbs down for me. But it also gives it a vibe of like, this is a night show now. And this is your pre-going-out Thursday happy hour um, time. So I'll just keep that in mind as I'm doing this. Or I won't, and I'll play whatever I want. (laughs) Okay. I'm with you for a couple hours. Let's listen to some shit.
listening to BFF.fm. This is Send For You. I'm Sachi. It is a uh, cool, gray, rainy day in San Francisco right now. It's Thursday, April 14th, 6.10 p.m. We got some cool stuff coming up uh, in this hour, and I can't wait to share it with you. It's stuff I've been listening to all week, I guess.
Not then I wasn't with it. Bad boy, stay committed. Whether hip hop or R&B, right. featuring Faith Evans co-starring me. Right. P Diddy, you know I got the key to your city. The uh-huh. Unlock the door, yeah. rock some more. Beats be lace. Bad boy, heat the place. We run R&B too, cause we keep the faith. Right. Giving the streets a taste. Uh-huh. Blaze the charts. I remember. In case you forgot, first lady be making it hot. Ain't nobody yeah. taking the spot. Now safe instead of pain. Coming through with a better grain. That's right. Cell phone, better range, get the cash, stack paper for the whole four quarters. Damn, some things never change. You feel me? Yeah, let's make it dance. You're listening to BFF.FM. This is Send For You. I'm Sachi. And we are joined by three very special guests today. And we will uh, meet them in just a little bit. But the music that you're going to be listening to today has been curated, not by me, but by my illustrious friends here. And uh, we'll just get back to you, you know? Shy. 
the sun goes down The darkness as the sun goes down Night and day are just the same for now As the sun goes down Paint the sky Pinks and reds that make me wanna cry I go ahead because I don't feel shy
steps to bring you to the door I can hear your heels on the marble floor My fascination takes me everywhere with you Life is never real until your dreams come true I know you well, but baby, I can't help but stare Love will take me everywhere We know we'll be in love tight We dance to a popular song And we can feel the short hand Feel the long hand Pulling us towards the dawn
BFF.FM. This is Send for You. I'm Sachi. We are joined by a few of our favorite people. And by our, I'm using the majestic plural. <laughs> Can we please introduce ourselves? Hi, I'm Joe. Ah. Hi, I'm Cornelia. <laughs> okay, I love to see it. Cornelia, can you have your mic closer? Okay, 
Uh, is this your first time at the show? Yes, yes this is our first, this is our first time. time. Okay, and you're here visiting San Francisco from what fair city? We Mexico hail- City, the great city of Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say the greatest city on earth. Mm-hmm. Not, not always. What have you been up to? So we've visited pretty much all of San Francisco in this past few days. <laughs> Where have we been? We've been to Hyde Ashbury. We've been to Mission. The Young Museum, MoMA. Yeah, like Jewish Museum. MoMA. You did? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Today was Museum Day. Okay, good. Well, the last time you guys were here and staying at our home. It was in the dead of COVID. So really, you're visiting a new city. Yes. That's correct. And you guys had the walking endurance of (laughs) Elia Kipchoge. (laughs) It's easier now that we can take the bus. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, you guys are very good about public transportation. More than just a, you know usual visitor who's just ubering everywhere you guys are really trying to (laughs) like true san franciscans truly and what is the most san franciscan thing than what we're drinking right now we are drinking anchor steam beer you know more about it joe (laughs) (laughs) originally originated here in san francisco and actually started the craft beer movement back in the 60s, 70s. That's wild. So, Alan, me, and our friends here uh, seemingly are going just on like a beer history tour every single time that we visit each other. And we have visited some incredible breweries together. And it's been a pleasure exploring that with you. And also, seeing you guys, I consider you guys experts. And just seeing you guys taste things and describe things, it's um, mm. not a lot of people get that experience. <laughs> Thanks so much. We yeah. love it. We love taking you to beer. To breweries. Or, to and breweries. for you to take <laughs> us to breweries. <laughs> yes. we, we like it both ways. You guys have the uh, drinking endurance, the walking endurance, the drinking endurance of yes. uh, professionals. And I really appreciate that. Um, closer. Yeah. So, today, we decided that we're going to hearken back to a classic time of Send For You history and even Flow Radio history, if you've been following me for a while, my previous show on BFF, and uh, to anoint new guests to the radio show, we are going to be doing a personality test. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay, great. So, let's just let's just kick it off something simple. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. What is your favorite color and why? Ideally, a few characteristics. You go. Um, I like red. Um, <laughs> that was quick. Okay. I like red because I guess it goes back to when I played video games and I like Mario, so I guess that's that. And I've always associated red with Player one. Whoa. So I like that. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's deep. <laughs> I like, no, I actually, the, the deeper we are, the better this actually goes. And what about red and player one really speaks to you? 
um, being maybe protagonist, mm. leader, that. and I think I like those kind of things. <laughs> wow, that is one of the better answers that we've gotten on this on this <laughs> personality test. I really like to hear that. Okay. Um, I like purple and silver. You know, like silver is not really a color sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I like that. Like it's hard to find silver sometimes. Occurring naturally? N yeah, and like if you have to pick a color, it's like special. I've never heard silver before, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Why purple? I don't know. I just, I've just like always liked it it's like the like back then it was like the alternative cool color when i was a teenager and then it became like the women's color and mm. i don't know i i like it yeah royal yeah so like i am very into like the history of colors because <laughs> i realized not so long ago that like People used to live in a world where everything was like brown and yellow until not so long ago. So yeah, like purple was a royalty color because it was so hard to get, like you had to get some snails <laughs> or something like mashed up and you needed like 500 snails to make a dash of purple ink. Whoa, I didn't know that at all. Like what did they use to dye anything? Purple. Okay, snails. I had no idea. Yeah, in blue was like a rock, a mm -hmm. semi-precious rock. Mm -hmm. And I, re I don't remember like right now all of them. They have like very interesting stories. And we're so used to like seeing color everywhere. And that's not normal. <laughs> totally. Whenever you see, I don't know, movies of anything pre-19, I don't know. 70s 60s everyone's wearing kind of the same color clothes and they're not you know or if you see a period piece in london or something it's just like black brown gray mm -hmm. yeah monochromatic and now everyone dresses well but also like shit um <laughs> okay i think we got we got an idea the next question is what is your favorite animal and why I don't know. Mm, I like elephants. Mm -hmm. Same. Why I don't have a like a clear answer? Like they're big and like strong, but they're like at the same time like peaceful and calm. And I like that. And I also like like lions and all kinds of cats. Up to house cats. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's spoken like a true Leo, which you are, but okay. So Savannah creatures. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I also said elephant, by the way, when I did this test. I, I like lions. Okay. And pandas. And why? <laughs> I like lions. Like, I, I think the same idea as the red color red, like the king of the jungle. Strong and fierce, and afterwards I I learned that they are like the laziest cats. Yeah, <laughs> like tigers are <laughs> more fierce. And I like pandas because they're funny. They're like cuddly, and I like the combination of colors. So. 
And they're silly with each other. Yeah. Yeah. They have a great relationship with each other and are silly with each other. <laughs> and I don't know if you've read a lot about like elephant behavior, but it's very human like. Their emotions are very human like. Yeah. Like they bury their dead and like they they yeah, they'll they'll put leaves like over oh. over somebody in their pack. Wait, I don't know what their group is called. But like they won't leave anybody behind. If someone dies, they mourn, they cry, like Wow, I didn't know I didn't that. Know that. Yeah, wow. but then they're also like super incredibly fierce and will like stomp you to death. So <laughs> Okay. Question three. Describe your favorite body of water and why. Okay. So my most loved and hated body of water is the great lake of Mexico City. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and what is it called? I I don't know. It was like 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 the valley of the Mexico. valley of Mexico, something like that. It's not really a body of water like normally anymore, Texcoco? but it's, it's it's different than Texcoco Lake. Because this used to be a lake before they built a city on top of it. And now the water keeps like looking for ways to get back there. Wild. Yeah. Why is it your favorite? Because I don't know many bodies of water. Okay, how about I rephrase? Like, what is your favorite maybe type of body of water? So, for example, an ocean, a sea, a lake, a pond, a puddle. Is beer a type of beer? body of water? No. Okay. <laughs> then I need to change my answer. <laughs> it needs to be a naturally occurring <laughs> body of water. A river. Okay. Okay. Yes. It's yeah. pretty. And it okay. flows. And it's more crystal clear than like the sea. The sea is too big and too narrow and yeah you cannot see what's in there mm. i like the atlantic ocean why <laughs> it's it has more exotic fish is that right yeah like i i, I have the the background knowledge that that's oh, true because you have you the, do, caribbean, yeah. the caribbean the caribbean the warmer at some points it's warmer so there are more exotic fishes and, and, and corals and reefs and stuff. How so wonderful. Like that. Yeah. So you like the biodiversity of yeah. it? Yeah, the biodiversity. Okay. And I associate, I associate it with crystal clear um, water like uh, Caribbean beaches. Mm -hmm. In the Pacific, I know it's more dangerous. So. Why is it more dangerous? Because it's it's bigger. There's this point in the in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. I don't remember what's it, what's it called, but it's like the farthest point from land, and it's very dangerous to be like sailing through there. What will uh, happen? Is there something specific, or is it just like you are in a dangerous the, spot? You're very far from land. It's just the farthest place from land. So if you get like stuck there, you're probably done for. Do you have mm. a fear of deep water? Hmm. Yeah, no, yes, but only if I can't see the bottom. If I can't see the bottom, I have no problem. If I can't see the bottom, I, I feel like something will pull me down. 
<laughs> Same. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. The last question on the personality test. Mm-hmm. I want you to close your eyes. And I want to want you to picture yourself in a white room. There are no windows. There are no doors. Please describe the room. Uh, it's, it's, and how it makes you feel. Sorry. It's um, it's infinite. It's very very big, but it makes me feel calm. Hmm. Mine's like really small, but it feels like it feels infinite because it's all white either way, and it makes me feel. I think calm at first and then trapped, maybe. Okay. Well, we've come to the end of the personality test. I will say we're going to have a good time unpacking this. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> have you done this before? No. No. Okay. All right. Then your answers were good. We okay. have a lot to we have a lot of material to get through. <laughs> okay. So let's start back of at psychos. the beginning. <laughs> of psychosis Crazy. to get through. <laughs> okay. Let's start back at the beginning. We said, what was your favorite color? And what this reveals is how you feel or see yourself. So you mentioned red and you mentioned purple and silver. And you described some characteristics that are associated with your affinity for those colors. How do you feel about it revealing something about yourself, the way that you see yourself? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you describing red, describing yourself as a leader, describing yourself as the protagonist. I love that description. Yeah, yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it does go. Yeah, it does go hand Do you in see hand. yourself as the protagonist of your own story? I try to be. I, I try to live by that. So, yeah. I love to see mm-hmm. it. And purple and silver. <laughs> I, I think I I've always tried like to go down the tangent of things and that's a lot like me like choosing the things that way I think it's a lot like me and yeah <laughs> okay we are becoming revealed uh-huh. <laughs> okay on, on live radio on live radio <laughs> yep <laughs> Okay, on to question number two. I asked you what your favorite animal was and why. And what your answers revealed is how you think that other people see you. Mm. How does that make you feel? Mm. You mentioned a lion and also a panda. So, yeah, maybe. And you mentioned an elephant. Yeah. I think for you it matched, like what you, yeah, like red and the lion. Yeah. People see me as as lazy, lazy and funny. I don't think so. No, no, no. Very lazy and funny. Alan, he's disagreeing. Okay. Also, Alan didn't introduce himself. He's in the room. Please, you need to get closer to the mic. No, you are disagreeing. Yes. 
voiceless third. <laughs> and I disagree because I know um, jo- Trader Joseph very <laughs> Trader well. Joseph. And um, as as the crowd, as the Greek chorus, mm-hmm. he is a lion to us because he is very brave. Ah, thank you. He is a risk taker, a leader, and someone that shines, that has an aura that radiates. Uh, and that's why he's lying and not because he's lazy. Or <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Or funny. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. He's the leader. He's fierce, a gentle giant. Gentle giant. The animal on this earth that could rip <laughs> the other <laughs> animals apart. With its arms. <laughs> but chooses to be lazy. But is gentle. And, yeah. <laughs> artful, caring, loving, and radiant. Thank you. This is very nice. Thank you. Thank you for contributing. I'm like, yeah, he's lazy. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> and do you think that there are characteristics of an elephant that people see of you? Or of yourself? Or you think of yourself? Yeah, but you tell me what you're thinking, yeah. Joe. Strong, creative, sensitive. Um, like, a, like, like a backbone people can trust. A big, big, big animal. But yet, very gentle. <laughs> matriarchal, definitely matriarchal. Mm-hmm. Can pick up a log with their trunk, mm-hmm. but then also a flower. Paint. It can paint. And it can paint. And paint. <laughs> <laughs> they paint. <laughs> they do paint. <laughs> yeah, they can paint. Okay. On to question number three. My personal favorite of the personality test. I asked you, please describe your favorite body of water and why you love it, how it makes you feel. And what this reveals about yourself is your approach to love. Okay. And you described the Atlantic Ocean and you described a river. Ironically, when I took this test for the first time, I said a lazy river, specifically saying the the tempo (laughs) of the current. (laughs) But I felt felt the same way, but I won't put words in your mouth. What do you think? I think that's true. I think I like things that I can see, but that like flow and move. But I like rivers because they're narrow and you can see like the full body of water at once. Do you think that that's how you approach love? Yes. Mm. I, I, I talk about diversity and beauty, so I guess... I, lo- I I approach it like in, in multifaceted way because I believe like maybe love has more than one face or characteristic. So I like very a very dynamic um, relationship. So yeah, yeah. Maybe. in what ways? Like love languages? Definitely, like. Um, emotional physical mental i really like to laugh and i think that's one of the best lang- love languages so 
Yeah. I think that you guys have a strong friendship between you two. And I think that that's a good foundation for any relationship. I ask, you know, the love languages like, you know, the online mm -hmm. like quiz or whatever. And once I, I asked Alan, like, hey, what's your love language? Sometimes like people can have different love languages for how they're giving, how they're receiving. Like I asked him this and he goes without skipping a beat. All of them. <laughs> Everything at once. <laughs> you know, some people are like, oh, I don't like gifts. I don't know what to do with them. Or like, I don't need to hear things. I need you to do things. Or, you know, acts of service or like whatever. And you're like, one, two, three, four, five. Physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time. Giving gifts and acts of service. <laughs> Todo. At the same time. <laughs> all at the same time. <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once. You should go see that movie. Okay. That's our approach to love. Our last question of the psychological test. I asked you to close your eyes. Told you that you were in a white room. And for you to remember the room. Or describe the room. And then describe how it makes you feel. This describes your approach to death. And your answers were very cool. Okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I said that it was a small room and that I at first felt peaceful and then I felt trapped. <laughs> But that it also felt infinite because of the color of the room. Yes. Hmm. Yes, that the color made it feel like very big. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Does death scare you? Mm, mine, not really. Hmm. Others death? Yes. yes. But others. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I said it was infinite, yeah. so... You said it. you felt peaceful. You said yeah. I was curious. Mm hmm so yeah I, I i like i don't know what happens after you die and i try not to think too much of it i just simply like <laughs> i won't even i won't even know what it what it feels like so why worry about it so that's why maybe it feels infinite to me because it's something that i one can't comprehend that's true mm -hmm. we got a lot of you know various responses to this someone said i would try and like break the room open and go back like i don't want to be in this room oh. and i want and i'm trying to fight it and i'm like whoa, whoa. okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like fighting death like i don't want it like there's so much to do like i gotta get back why am i here confusion irritation all kinds of stuff what did you say I said that I was perplexed and you remember? I think I said I was like curious and I was perplexed but ultimately peaceful. Because if I, yeah, because if I find myself in a, in a white room, there's no window, there's no door and I have a general sense that I'm not in a insane asylum, mm. then at that point, then I'm just resolved to my fate, right? 
if anyone is a SpongeBob lover out there, this is one of the most famous like SpongeBob scenes where they're going back and forth in the future and there's a time machine and Squidward, you know, messes with the time machine so much that he ends up in the limbo, <laughs> ether, purgatory. <laughs> and first he starts like running around. Like when I heard this this psych test, I was like immediately thought of Squidward. Because <laughs> as a child, um, that was like kind of the first, like I remember being a child and like feeling really uncomfortable watching that scene because I'm like, there's no way out. Like, ah, what is he going to do? What's the plan? But at a certain point, he starts running around. He's like, ah, my God. And then he's like, wait a second. I'm alone. 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 Mm -hmm. Alone. Alone. <laughs> and all these like speech bubbles come up and saying like, do you remember that? Yeah. 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 And uh, that's what I initially thought of because mm. he he's like, he finally finds peace because SpongeBob and Patrick are not bothering him anymore. <laughs> Right. He's like, oh, this is not bad. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you guys watched SpongeBob? Yes. Yeah, we liked Alan, it. what happened? Alan, my, my cover is down. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't yeah. see SpongeBob? No? Really? Really, man. Well,. I've been catching Alan up on like Spongebob, Spongebob references <laughs> just because I didn't realize how important it was to me, but I seem there to are just a lot of memes. So many memes and so many references that I realized that I just randomly do and that my sister and I do or my siblings and I do. And um, Alan is just like smiling politely <laughs> and I'm like, No, 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 we need you to You need to this. understand. <laughs> We need to What's fix this. <laughs> and he's done really well. He's been very receptive to SpongeBob culture. There's a whole generation of SpongeBob culture. Yes. What's your favorite SpongeBob episode? Hmm? No, yes. That was first. The small room with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite SpongeBob episode? Now, this is the most important question of the psychological death. Just kidding. Thank you for participating. But yes, please tell me your favorite SpongeBob <laughs> episode. I like the one that the time travel, actually. I like that one. I also like the one where where they're the Justice League. Oh, nice. <laughs> huh. Merman. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Barnacle Boy. Yeah, I love those two characters. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. I have them all, like, mixed up. Yeah. I think SpongeBob, like, traumatized me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like, I remember some episodes were, like, really funny. I like the ones where they went to Sandy's house. Yeah. And they put on, like, water bubbles instead of air. And then... I remember some, some episodes that made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like 10 minutes of the close-up getting closer and closer. <laughs> and like the art gets super detailed when yes. they're that close. Yeah, for sure. I remember that. And also a joke that we use a lot that we get from there is like the 48 hours later. <laughs> <laughs> 
classic. You need three. Till, need till late, till. Three mm. hours late. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite SpongeBob episode. I mean, there's too many, but like, is when Squidward decides. It's always the Squidward ones because I think that he's the most interesting character, and it's the one where he decides to move away from SpongeBob and Patrick and go to a community full of squids. Yes, I remember that one. And he just starts, like, at first, he, like, loves it. This is crazy, because I referenced this episode to my parents, because my parents live in the suburbs, in a suburb in L.A., and they live in a neighborhood where, like, every house is the same and, like, a planned community. And my dad was like, would you ever want to live in, like, a suburb? And I was like, I feel like Squidward going <laughs> to go live with other squids. And then he loves it at first. He has a great lifestyle. He gets to ride his bike. He gets to do yoga. Like, he has a really good time. And then his smile starts to, like, day after day, his smile starts to fade. As routine kicks in. As routine kicks in. And he realizes that he needs SpongeBob and Patrick for the weirdness <laughs> in his life. <laughs> I also like the one with the, when it snows. And they do oh. like a like a snowball fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh it was yeah. good. <laughs> oh man, I forgot about that one until right now, where he makes like a fort. Uh -huh, like exactly. This they crazy fort. fort. Exactly. Yeah, that one was good. I love that one. I like the one where Squidward tries a Krabby Patty for the first time. And he gets all fat. And he gets all fat. It's gonna go to your thighs. <laughs> <laughs> But that's yes. the ugliest art, I think. There is a close-up of Squidward trying a Krabby Patty, but like trying the end of it, <laughs> and it's the ugliest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, that's one of the things that made me so uncomfortable. Like every time they would do that, and I was little, so I felt like it went on and on and on for like 20 minutes. It did, it did. And those ones are like, Whenever it's like very art heavy, like you know that they just sat there and they were just drawing for the yeah, whole and episode. Then they like spent all the time they had for drawing yeah. the entire episode on one frame. So they just like <laughs> zoomed it in for a long time. Exactly. And then just send him to go jellyfish or something. Oh, when the jellyfish took over his house and like made it a party house. I don't remember that. Oh, it's so good. They like <laughs> the jellyfish are like possessed or something. I don't remember, but like they basically turn his house into a party house. And the dancing is really cool by the jellyfish and all. But yeah, this could just easily turn into a SpongeBob podcast. Yeah. But, you know, I'll spare everybody. <laughs> if I get some commentary, if my station manager says that, like, hey, your SpongeBob content is being really well received. Um, then I'll, I'll we'll continue. This will slowly turn into a SpongeBob <laughs> podcast. Exactly. Uh, thank you for participating. Thank, thank you, you for, for thank having you us. Thank you for having us. Of course. We're going to take a little music break and we'll be back. Maybe I shouldn't think of you as mine. Seeing you Or seeing anything 
BFF.FM, this is sent for you. I was just being told about a pretty good SNL sketch because they are hard to come by, few and far between. <laughs> okay, so 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 <laughs> we we really like this sketch because it's very um, it's it's silly and it's simple, and that's what some of the best sketches we think um, they have to be simple and silly and not overthink it and one that we love is um it, it's usually set in a bar and or a bar or a party or something and there's a special guest coming to sing and he's apparently um like world famous because he can take like a whole theme of a song and translate it to something universal like it's like <laughs> this whole thing and in the end, he, he and sings. The, the audience is always a couple. Like, uh -huh. she loves him. And she's like, oh my God, he's coming on stage. Like, I love him. He's the best. He, you, you're never going to see something like that. Better. And the guy's usually and the, guy's the skeptic like, one. Yeah, like skeptic. What is this? Uh -huh. What is this? And um, 
So yeah, so that's 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 the the like the dynamic. So this is a repeated sketch, and yes. it's a format it's been recurring. that keeps. Okay. Uh huh. So All it's right. a wedding, and then it's a bar, and then it's like a, like a party. Yeah. And and the guy comes up, and he's he he pretends to be foreign. You don't exactly know where where he's from, but he has like this thick accent, and he asks for like one word, mm-hmm. and a, apparently from that word he will sing a song so he's like he's like he says like, say for me says, say for me like like <laughs> tell me a word and the guy usually says a word like flower F- flower, flower. Uh-huh. but the the funny thing is that he sings only one line the same line for every song <laughs> but it's like a nonsense <laughs> song yeah it's it's ridiculous like... <laughs> yeah it's like gibberish and then and then tonight and like he goes like tonight and then he says thank you for this like thank you for thank you for giving me the song but it's the same <laughs> so it gets <laughs> it's weird at the beginning but in the end you're laughing because it's so ridiculous we really we, we really like it Aww. these are two snl fans you guys recently went to a taping yes we were there the season finale of last, last year. season yeah. yeah, last year. A year ago. And who was the host? Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, yeah. With Lil Nas X as musical guest. Whoa, yeah, that's was. crazy. <laughs> but we were like crazy lucky. lucky. <laughs> so the thing is that they haven't had like a full audience since COVID. And they decided to have a full audience like the day before. And first they were like on, on their Instagram, like... Send an email to this address and we'll get back to you if you get tickets, like last minute tickets. So we did. We sent an email. And then we landed in New York on Friday, like 1 p.m. more or less. Yeah. And as soon as we turned on our phones from the plane, we saw the email thing is not running anymore. You can go make the line at Rockefeller Center at like... 7 p.m. and it's usually like 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. like people sleep on the street right for tickets so we were like okay just like going and being in line is such being a part. great experience already like <laughs> to be a part of it to, to say like, like we, tried. we tried to go to SNL we were in the line but at what time did you start standing we went like 5 Okay, and like, the taping is at no no no, no, that, no, no. This, this, was, this wasn't Friday. This was this was oh, like a special thing. It's a thing. long process. It usually the like the normal thing is that they give tickets like at nine eight a.m. on Saturday. Got it. And you can start it being in the line like at seven at night the day before. Right. But this was a very particular situation because of COVID and everything, and they said we'll give tickets at seven, and you can start. Um, you can start the lineup in the yeah. afternoon. So we said, well, let's go at five. And there wasn't many people was, because apparently it, it was a last minute thing. Exactly, because it was a last minute thing. So we actually got the tickets. We, we got to decide, do you want to go to the live taping or do you want to go to the, um, to the dress rehearsal? And we, because okay. those tickets are still not like Tickets. Official. You have to mm-hmm. go there back in line. Tickets that let you come the next day and stand in line again. Yes. 
So we said like we have more chances of actually getting in <laughs> if we get dress rehearsal dress rehearsal tickets. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. So you get the ticket. We go back. We go on for the next day like normal mm -hmm. day. And then we come back like at Six. I don't know, yeah, like early because it was a dress rehearsal that was like at nine. Yeah. Yeah. In the morning. No. At no, night. Yeah, at, at night. night. At okay, night. Yeah. Like right before the actual show. Yeah. So then we get there. We stand in line once again. <laughs> and then they keep telling us like you're not we getting keep in. getting to the next line, and they keep telling us you're not in yet. You're not in yet. You're not. You're in not yet. getting in. Like 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 the w we got this idea that the staff on purpose does this like the like the security says nah you're not getting in like they tell you this and you're like what so that you drop out and i don't no, know i don't know they, they, they're, like, they're just teasing you no already you're, you're inside already the studio like, yeah like i don't know how we kept questioning whether or not we were going in after passing security yeah, like you're, you're in the <laughs> elevator going up and they tell you yeah maybe you won't get in no no <laughs> when you get in the yeah. and in the elevator you already have your bracelet like you are already in <laughs> damn But this is very it. intense so you get seated and you get seated and then then the show starts and it's amazing how did it feel being there in person a show that you've been following for Oof. so long and you're there live in one person. of the best experiences of my life really yeah I've, i've seen snl since i was a kid yes with my mom and to be there actually be there was very intense it must have been so different like did it did it feel like you're watching it on tv it just must have felt like a totally different experience yeah it's totally different because like when you're watching on tv you see a set but you don't understand where that set is in yeah. the whole big like in the wider set and there are different mini sets and the camera pulls from different angles so that the set is is, is stayed at the right at the right time but they change sets like real quick wow no professional and you think it's like such a wide space like enormous and it's not it's like mm -mm. A, such a small space and they keep like changing the settings mm -hmm. it, does it rotate like the set or no, no. It, like at, at, it's like a like a semicircle yeah and there are different sets in the semicircle so they like the camera angle ah. just sets upon one set and then it moves and then there's another set already placed And while the other is taping, this one is being changed again so that it moves almost like what, 160 crazy. degrees. And the guys degrees. with the signs, like the script. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, the um, the cue cards. The, the cue, cue cards. cards. Yes. They move also. No, it's amazing. Amazing. And I remember you telling us about like the host and that she was really great and then at the end of her monologue she spoke in spanish because she's argentinian and you guys were like ah this yeah is yeah <laughs> yeah it, it was I, i don't know but I, i i'm not sure if it was it, it it sounded like it was more like historic because it what it, it has never been said in spanish like um we have a great show for you tonight someone is here yeah 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 she said it in spanish i don't know if that's the first time but it appeared that it was the first like time somewhere like moment. somebody said it in spanish and it's like not 
such a known fact that she's Argentinian. No, right. yeah. yeah. She has like a weird in between Miami and London accent. <laughs> yeah. And then she speaks Argentinian fluid. Spanish. Fluid. She's fluid in Argentinian Spanish. But Argentinian accent is like a very strong accent. <laughs> Did you hear it when she said, I mean, she said something so <laughs> fast, I guess, but. Yeah and, yeah, and afterwards we... It was, like, shocking. <laughs> like, what? What? Yeah. And afterwards, we'd, we've seen, like, interviews and stuff, and her Spanish really... It, 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 it's weird. <laughs> it's it, it's weird, or is it, like, not good? Or No, no it's, it's very good. good. That, that's the, the scary part. Like she, her, she's, her she's English fluent. is more weird than yeah. Spanish. Right. Like, she has a full-on Argentinian accent, but in English, she has, like, a... British American mix. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You did bump into her too after the taping. Yes. 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 What happened again? Okay, so we were together all of the trip, but these ten minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah, 10, 20, 20 ten minutes. minutes. So he had like a surprise dinner prepared for me. And They weren't answering you on the phone. I went to like check. That. I went to check, and I said, "Like, stay here, like, yeah, ten so minutes in a store, and I'll be back." Something about the <laughs> reservation that you were. In. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had to go to the place, and then I was like right outside of a Muji in the store, and I see her, and I'm like, "No way, <laughs> <laughs> no, like." This would be such a weird coincidence because it wasn't like Fifth Avenue. It was like a really random place in New York City. And I see her and I'm like, I, I'm not usually the kind of person who would take a picture with a famous person they run into. Yeah. But I was like, he is not. Never gonna believe me. Never, <laughs> never gonna, gonna believe me. No. And I no. approach her and I'm like, English or Spanish? Uh, and I'm like, okay, Spanish. Nice. Like, okay. And then she's like, what? Like, <laughs> at first she's like, okay, like, brain, go to Spanish. And she's like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And I'm like, oh my God, we saw you yesterday on SNL. And we just came here for that. And we stood in line and... It was so great, so amazing. And she was like, I'm being nice because I'm a nice person. But, but go away, go please. Go away, please. <laughs> go away, please. Like, if I wanted this, I would be walking on Fifth, not here. Broadway, yeah, not, not. Yeah, not on, it was like Bowery and yeah, I don't uh -huh. know which other street, but it was like a random location. And we took a picture and then... <laughs> When he came to the Muji, he couldn't believe it. <laughs> no, it was amazing. It was amazing. But yeah, we got she, she got here. And, and I have yeah. a picture with her. What a New York Perfect. trip. Literally yeah. lucky to get into the SNL yes. taping first after COVID. Yes. And then you meet the host. Yes. In Muji. <laughs> in a Muji. <laughs> That's yeah. what everybody wants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Pretty much. I had a celebrity sighting not too long ago myself really yes i was at coachella okay i've i've 
vomit saying that. Like, I thought that I was going to die. Because I thought I was going to die saying, I've never been to Coachella and then die peacefully. But I had a friend who was like, hey, do you want to come with me for one day? And I said, you know what? Screw it. So I went with her. And we were uh, just walking around. You know, it's really nice going to Coachella when you're not like 21 and like camping like sleeping under a no car money. Like, yeah exactly like <laughs> poor exactly and just like have a bunch of like rhinestones that are like falling off because you're sweating and like <laughs> just like in clothes that are like too sexy and like, yeah. like it was very chill if you do coachella or if you do any festival like really chill because that's why i like outside lands you should come back for outside lands that okay. it's chill it's chill and like you can certainly dress it up, but you can definitely dress it down. And I didn't know that you could do that for Coachella. So we were like dressed down, we were chill, we look cute, whatever. So we're just like walking around and all of a sudden I look and I see and I'm like, that looks like Alexander Wang. That's oh. weird. <laughs> like Wow. Is it? And the I don't know why, but the reason why I confirmed to me that it was Alexander Wang is because he walked and he had incredible posture. <laughs> like, he wasn't walking like that for anybody. He was just walking, you know, normally. And he walked with such incredible posture. I was like, this guy's got to be in the fashion industry. Obviously. Duh. And so I see him. I tell my friend. And then she's like, no. So I pull up a picture and she's like, that's Alexander Wang for sure. Let's follow him. And I was <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I I too am somebody that's not like let me take a picture and like I'm not like that I don't care like at all and she was just like let's just do it we'll do it for the story and here I am telling the story on air exactly <laughs> and uh, so we did follow him he walked so fast and he was just with like two other people and then at one point we just like I just caught up with him we really. take a picture no I caught up with him really quickly and I was just like I love your work. Like, I literally, that's all I said. And he, like Anna Taylor Joy, like, didn't even stop. Like, he was like walking, like, get away from me, but appreciated so much that I wasn't like, oh, let me get a picture or whatever. But as he's like walking away, he's like, thank you. That's it. That's like, <laughs> that's my story. <laughs> that's all. But Alexander Wang, great posture, beautiful skin. And as recognizable as you think he is. <laughs> Which is, if you've seen his picture once, and you'll be able to recognize him in person. He looks very much the same. And I'm glad I didn't, like, say too much. Not that he would have listened to me, because he was walking away, literally. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. I get that. As long as they're not, like, actively rude, I, I, get, I get it. I know. Sometimes I hear stuff about people, like, you know... I feel like my friends in LA like don't care about celebrities because you could just like bump into them, you know, all the time. But who did you see? You guys saw oh John. God. Where did you see John Malkovich? <laughs> what? Here? We were. The people cannot hear you. You can't just talk. Where? We were in LA, and we were having breakfast. And we were, and John what? Malkovich walked by. That's all. No, it's, it's but very like, straightforward. He, but like, was he like wearing glasses or uh, something? He had like, like, a yoga was mat. was he? He had a yoga mat on. He had a yoga, mat, yeah. and he was recognizable. 
Um, and he didn't look old? And no one said anything. Yeah, he... <laughs> no one cared. Yeah, no one cared. Oh. And and he, you know, he's, a, I think, a recognizable guy. Yeah. Right? Like you can tell. And I was like, I was like, Alan, is that John Malkovich? And he's like, it sure is. And then, you know, so Alan's cousin lives in L.A. And we go to breakfast with him whenever we're there. And the last time we went to breakfast, so this is the past time we saw John Malkovich. The previous time we went to breakfast with him, do you guys know that show Selling Sunset? Mm, no. It's like no. on Netflix. It's like, whatever. It's like a popular, silly, like, real uh, estate drama show. Right. And we saw the the Selling Sunset people, like, at <laughs> the breakfast place <laughs> that we were at. And we were just like, this place is too much. <laughs> LA's too much. LA's so big. Why do I keep bumping into people? I guess we were in West Hollywood. That was our fault. Once I had a celebrity bumping. Almost. I was in the car. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I was in LA with my uncle. And he couldn't drive because he broke his foot. So I was driving. And I was like. LA is a hard place to drive. Of course, of course. <laughs> and I was like really concentrated, like trying not to screw up. And then my uncle is like, oh, you see those guys smoking in that parking lot? Those are the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's their recording What? studio. And I was like, you love the Red Hot Chili What? Peppers. Almost crashed the car. <laughs> Because I love them. Like I have actively been part of the top 1% listeners <laughs> of yeah. the Red Hot Chili Peppers for like how long it's been Spotify around? Three years. More. Oh, Spotify been has been around like, like no, 10 but, no, years but the, like, the, like the story, no? Like the story? No, the like the spot. Yeah, the wrap. The wrapped up. The wrapped no, up maybe story. more like five, six years. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. long time. A long like, time. Yeah. I have one from like 2018 I think. The wrap. Yeah. Yeah. Something like, or maybe sure. not like the yeah. animated whatever, but they'll give you the playlist or something. Yeah, but yeah. something like that. And I was like, what? That's and did that, you see? That. Did you see them? Are yeah, you... I, I saw them and then like it was in the car. What was I gonna do? Nothing. Could you recognize, if you saw a member of the Red Hot Chili Peppers walking on the street, it could you recognize? depends who. Okay. Like, if I saw Flea, I would recognize him with the funny colored hair. And I don't know, he's like a character. Right. This makes me think of the Yiddish joke that we were talking about, about whether things are Jewish or Goyish. Is, are the Red Hot Chili Peppers Jewish or Goyish? Jewish. It's supposed to be a snap judgment, yeah. <laughs> like the band, like I was as, just as, looking as, as, for as approval. Together, Jewish. Yeah. And why? It's a gut thing. A gut thing. You're right. Yeah, it, it it's either. It's eccentric and it's it's eccentric and it's loud and it's 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 non-conventional. Yeah, the things are either. Jewish or Goyish, you just know it. <laughs> you just know There's it. <laughs> no reason. That's true. 
What are some other things that were on the list? Um, computer. Oh yeah, computer. That's crazy. Computers okay, what is it? What else? Wait, what is a computer? Jewish, for sure. Of course. <laughs> or you need to repeat. Okay, uh -huh. so we're saying that there was a list where computers were Jewish, accounting was Jewish. It's like a it's like the a military a gut was goyish. Okay. And I don't know, let's just say a bunch of things and categorize them. Let me Okay. I got I'm I'm like moving. SNL. Jewish. Oh. Very. So Jewish. Very. SpongeBob. Jewish. Jewish. Patrick Goish. <laughs> <laughs> Squidward. Jewish. Very Jewish. Very so very Jewish. He is the. Did you know he's the Jewish character on the show? Yes. Cool. I don't. <laughs> Squidward. Really? Uh. Okay. So. Um. It has. It says here, Kool-Aid is Goish, Drake's cake is Goish, Pumpernickel is Jewish, White Bread is very Goish, Instant Potatoes Goish, Black Cherry Soda, very Jewish, Macarons are very Goish, Fruit Salad, Jewish, Jewish, <laughs> Lime Jello, very Goish, Lime Soda, very Goish, <laughs> Trailer Parks, <laughs> um, <laughs> Italians are Jewish. <laughs> Greeks are Goish. <laughs> Wait, what? Greeks are Goish. I don't know. <laughs> um, what else? Fidel Castro. Goish. Jewish. Henry Kissinger. Marlon Brando. Jewish. Jewish. Ringo Starr. Jewish. Paul is Goish. George is Goish. This is my favorite. The Beatles are my favorite. And John is obviously Jewish. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we can go on about this. Blue is Jewish. Green is Goish. So the criteria is what your grandma would think is good and not good. Atheism is Jewish. Converting <laughs> to Christianity is Goish. But also converting <laughs> to Judaism, it says here, is Goish. <laughs> because no Jew has ever done it, but that's why. That's the only reason fair why. Enough, fair enough. <laughs> Converting to Judaism is quite. <laughs> yeah, so it's like a, it's like a, like a gut thing. But when you start like feeling different examples, you kind of like get get the gist of what we're. <laughs> there is a pattern to it. I think that there is a pattern to it. Mm -hmm. And at first, at, when Alan told me this joke, I was just like, you're just calling things that you like <laughs> are Jewish. And then he's like, no, no. No, not necessarily. No, not necessarily. I love when it gets to like inanimate objects. <laughs> and like inanimate. Green like, and blue. Yeah, and green and blue and whole ethnicities. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, my favorite, I think, are the Beatles. And how they're split. Yeah. And then inanimate objects. <laughs> like computers, like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I'm obsessed with that. But are, like, phones Jewish or Jewish? Ah. Uh, 
Yeah, I think clones, clones, clones are, are goyish. No, I think maybe email is goyish and phones no. are, are Jewish. No, email is Jewish. Mm. And like Facebook is Jewish. Instagram is goyish. Goyish. I would Twitter is goyish. Twitter is definitely No. Mm. Okay, I won't argue with you, but I, I feel like it's because there's such so many opinions. Because there's so many opinions and everybody is is debating and <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's definitely. Yes, it's more about the definitely. intellect. I'm repeating what Alan is saying. It's more about the intellect than the than the any <laughs> any visual markers really. It's about being funny. Sometimes. Sometimes. sometimes and sometimes it's about horror yeah it's horrible definitely yeah but it's about like complaining and giving yeah, <laughs> unsolicited opinions no, yeah it's did, jewish it's jewish is definitely jewish <laughs> i've never convinced you guys ever it's definitely, to switch definitely <laughs> jewish. Their position. i feel so good <laughs> that we Exactly. Exactly. Alan said. Feeling. Feeling strongly about whether something is Jewish or Goyish is Jewish. Jewish. It's very Jewish. And on that note, thank you for listening to Send for You. This is BFF.FM. Good night.